Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about worship, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. Ayla Sullins. And D.S. Ninja is in the house. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, because you didn't even have, you hit your note, correct note. What What do you mean? <laughs> you didn't hit your pitch. Wait. Welcome to another, no, welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. You know, Normally you go, welcome to another episode of the No Negation Podcast. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. D. Yep. That's what I do. Yikes. The hate is real on this episode. <laughs> we took a little hiatus, like a what a two two week break. Two week break, vacation week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, okay. Well <laughs> um, how has life been for everyone? Ayla? It's been good. Yeah. Yeah, we um. Well, that week had a lot of rest, and can you drop your mic down just a little bit? Hold on. Now, okay. Had a lot of rest. There you go. Had a lot of rest. Okay. Had a lot of rest and uh, recuperating, I guess. And then this weekend we got to go have some fun. We went to a concert, Elevation Worship concert. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun, actually. I got to see my friend Morgan and Kayla and my fam. Yeah. Or she just said her fam. <laughs> yeah, my fam. You know what's crazy? So we got these cameras going, so we get to see all your weird movements now. <laughs> like you was just over there dancing for no reason. <laughs> what's wrong with her saying your fam? Her no, fam. Nothing. She went gangster, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I could never be that. I'm not cool. Well, Dad, how was your week? My week was good. It was it was good. A lot of studying, and I went to do a seminar in West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. Um, I'm surprised you don't have like any awards that you're announcing or anything. I did. Which that one? was a week, week ago. No, two weeks ago now. The American what? Alliance and Martial Arts Association. But huh. I told you about that one. Yeah, oh, we talked about that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about my week. Um, How was your week, D? My w- <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> my week was actually pretty good. Um, that concert was pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. We saw um, Stephen Furtick's Elevation. Um, worship team. Yeah, Elevation Worship Team. Um, it was actually, I didn't think I was going to be the biggest fan of it, but it was actually pretty cool for real. Like it was, it was definitely different. Um, but I remember we were sitting there and I had asked Ayla this question. I was like, is it wrong? You know, cause you know, we're sitting in a room and it's like a, a arena. We're sitting in an arena, thousands of people there, you know, and everyone paid for a ticket to worship. Now, is there, is it wrong to pay or, or ask people to pay for worship? Like, my like I used to we used to have this conversation like years ago and I used to say like why would somebody have you pay for a sermon or worship or yeah. any of those things that's to do with God because 
the word of God should be free. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, anyways. So in this circumstance, I had a hard time coming to that conclusion though, because I know that they do worship for free. <laughs> like at their church, they do it multiple times a week. They do it online. They do all these things. I think in this circumstance, it's different because they're paying to come to an arena. Yeah. They they have to rent that arena. They have to rent the lighting. They have to rent all of these things. So yeah. at, you, you have to charge at some point, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to pay for those things. Yeah. How do you feel about the people who are like, you know what? I'm not going because it's wrong for me to pay a preacher or somebody for me to worship or like for anything like that. Those people probably not tied then either. I was actually thinking the same thing. Like how, what, because I feel, and I don't know what they do with their money. You know, I don't, I don't know where everything goes that you go, for, you know, towards the tickets or whatever. But I feel like for them to put on an event like that again and to reach more people, you use that cash, some of that revenue. Like obviously you got to pay yourself, you know, but like, I feel like that money gets used for the next big thing or to help upgrade the church or help start a new ministry. But that's just like my personal thought on it. I don't know if that's much of a reach or not. Well, think think about when when we look at locations, uh, possibly doing an event. There's a cost to rent that facility. Yeah. Now you're bringing in productions. You're bringing in lights. You, you know, you got to have microphones. Yeah. All that equipment that's coming in. And then if you're bringing speakers in, I don't know if they brought speakers in um, to accommodate them. Are, are they just coming? More than likely, some might fly, some mm-hmm. drive. You got gas, you got hotels, you get that. And then they look at hotels in the vicinity that can accommodate people coming from out of town. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes they work out a deal. If they have so many people, they get a different rate. So there's a lot of um, behind the room stuff that that goes on. And so. It's it, when you when you word it like that, do they come in to pay to worship? Well, they helping to support the ministry. Now, I don't know, but I know those things have they're not free. Yeah. To have those things. Mm hmm. Ayla, sit in there, like, did you have any thoughts on the experience? Like, what was your thoughts on the environment of being in a situation where you had all those people together trying to do one thing? I loved it. I loved it because churches nowadays, we're all very, very it seems very separate. You mm-hmm. go to church on Sunday, there, there's a million churches to go to, mm-hmm. right? And this was 14,000 people like-minded in the way of of wanting to be there to worship and just spend time with each other and other believers. And I think that that was really great. I mean, we saw people praying over other people. We saw people screaming, not just like to scream for music like we do at any other concert, but screaming to God and saying, thank you, Jesus. And saying, like, we got to see this, like, awesome interaction. Um, Not just for regular music, but music that is trying to uplift God and uplift God's people. 
And I thought that that was a really cool thing to be a witness to. Mm-hmm. At first, when I first thought of it, I, I was like, and this is all transparent. I was like, this is not very a spiritual, like led place or thing. But then I thought about it, and then when I talked to you, I was like, I don't think this was that vibe anyway. Like, I think this was just a place for other believers to get together because there was people from different churches and communities connecting and, and talking about working. Like before we even went in there, we were sitting there talking to a guy from Africa, t- Tanzania. Yeah. Yeah. T- talking to him from Tanzania, like just having a conversation. Didn't really even talk about ministry much in that situation, but it was just a good connection, a good, you know, his friend was talking about his ministry and what church he goes to in Columbus and what he works in. And yeah, but like I think I'm saying all that to say it was just nice being in a situation where, like, you saw real people just coming together to, or and that's one thing that I do think that's nice about um, S- Stephen Furtick and necessary not necessarily like him, but the whole ministry is that they make Christianity look real. So like you go to a church now, like you go to church on Sunday and it's all you got to do this, that, and the third. You know, they preach it from the gospel, which is what you're supposed to do. But it's not if I'm a new person going into church, like it doesn't make me feel welcome. It makes these people feel like a hierarchy, like, oh, these people are like perfect, knowing that not everyone's perfect. But it was just nice seeing like everyday people just being able to come together and be everyday people, but also worship God, if that even makes sense. I mean, you see everyday people in church, Um, a lot of ministers or pastors come in or speakers they have conferences and people say i'm going to see such and such uh or this ministry is coming in and my question is why why are you going Mm -hmm. and then once you go did you learn something or did something change are you going to change something based on that event or something you heard are you going to start doing something differently um, yeah. Are you going to start using your gifts? Are you going to start ministering? You know, did you hear something or did God work through them that turned the light on for you? You know, what was for me what I realized. I realized that what I was doing, and we've had conversations like this, you know, we give ourselves heart checks and whatnot. But I noticed that what I was doing within no negations, I don't think it was enough. Like, here's a guy. Right. And. I know I'm not using him, like highlighting him. I'm just highlighting the situation that he came from. Mm-hmm. You use a guy, this guy is from a small town. It's like nothing around or whatever. And now he's running one of the biggest ministries in the country. Like he started kind of similar with like almost like nothing and just worked off of his faith. And so I look at my situations like, okay, you know, uh, I've worked off my faith, but I've also hit a steady state, you know, um, being 100% transparent, we were supposed to order these shirts a while ago, correct? We. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we were supposed to order these shirts a while ago and for, you know, the Sea God First shirts or whatever. <clears throat> it hasn't been done yet. Not putting, blaming, you know, pointing any fingers or anything. <laughs> sure. But, not Ayla and I. Yeah. <laughs> But I just don't think, I don't think I've, in these situations, I've done everything I possibly could to help glorify the position that God's put me in. And I always say that the gym is my ministry, 
no negations is my ministry. Everything I touch is my ministry. And I feel like after seeing what could be done, I feel like that I have not done what the most that I've could in these situations. I feel like a lazy Christian. Like I feel like a not lazy, complacent Christian. And I don't think that's right. And so when we were on our way back, I don't even think I told you this, Ayla. Like all my, my brain is brainstorming on how to use this to glorify God to the fullest. And one is starting with just being simple, just like studying, taking my Bible and studying it. I haven't been consistent with that. I told Ayla that I have not been consistent with that. Um, and then even like when it comes to figuring out what we're going to talk about for the week. Okay, what are we going to talk about and how can we connect it to the people around us where they can learn something from in their journey? You know, because I feel like all three of us, we might, well, we know for you for sure that, um, that we have maybe the gift of evangelizing or teaching or helping God spread the word. But I can't honestly say for myself with using this platform that I've done everything I can and I feel like a complacent Christian. Like, oh, let me just sneak into heaven. Like, <laughs> like, what? like sneaking, bro. Yeah, let me just let me just do the bare bit of oh, I love God. Oh, hallelujah, praise Jesus. And then when somebody come to me, talk to them like, hey, you know, God can do this, that, and third for you. But I'm not doing the things I need to do. And so that's the realization that I got from this um, event. And it wasn't, and it's kind of weird, and because it wasn't so much like. The music hit me. It wasn't so much like the Holy Spirit hit me. It's just like, for me, the potential of what we can do with God's message hit me. And I was like, yeah, this is ain't ain't doing it right. So, so could that be more of you? Because you go to a church service. Mm-hmm. There's people there. There's a number of people there. How engaged are you? Yeah. How how are you using your spiritual gift? What ministry are you serving in? Because you can see that in your church. The challenge is that a lot of times people sit back just to hear the message, but not serving or get involved in service. But do you think because the church isn't just the church building, right? The church is the believers, the people, the people Mm -hmm. of of Christ that we, that even just working in a physical church is not enough because the church now we have so many things at our grasp. We have social media. We have all of these things that can reach the church out there as much as possible. You know, like we have the opportunity to do those things. So if we don't take them, like I don't take them, I know that like it, it's like, I, I don't know. We're not doing all that we can, I suppose. Well, I can speak of my experience. We haven't been to a solid church because we just, we moved down to Canton. We haven't yeah. found a church. We haven't been in a solid church foundation or church community in a while now. Mm-hmm. And I do feel different now than when we were going to church. Like, Oh, I'm not saying that it's – no, 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 no. Let, let me point that out. I'm not saying that it's not important to go to a physical church. I, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I know that. I, I'm just I'm, – I'm talking about which – I'm going off of what you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're not saying that it's not, you know, like not going to church is important. I'm saying that – when I was going to a church, I felt I felt more inclined to do those type of things 
versus mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so I think this event was a wake up call for me because one, we haven't been in a ministry. We haven't been in a position where we've been around other believers like that in a while. Mm-hmm. And so I think like just this was a wake up for me. But I do think that you could be filled like that by going to church. I also don't think that's the only way and that's the only thing you should do. Um, but yeah, but this this event for me was that was that wake up just because we haven't been in an environment of like-minded believers in a while. I know. I mean, you guys, what, September was the year you got married, mm-hmm. bought a house in October, had a kid in December, mm-hmm. and uh, had a challenge with the house, you know, and y'all had to be in my house. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All those things, you're trying to get your legs under you. But realize the coming together in a church is the, all the believers coming together to worship God. You're worshiping God. You mm-hmm. don't have to just worship God in the building, the church. You can worship God from home. You can worship God on the street. Yeah. But you're coming together collectively worshiping God using your gift to edify the church. And it's like it's 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 like if I'm I went into Marine Corps boot camp. Right. Mm-hmm. They're preparing me uh, to possible war or battle. Right. And, and the we had drill instructors. You have senior people and all that. And they, they're teaching you. They're guiding you. It doesn't make sense for them to take all the recruits, teach and train them. And then when things happen, the instructors and teachers go, mm-hmm. but the recruits stay back. Yeah. And so they're preparing you for a possible situation that you use your gift. So when those things come up, you can move in whatever gift you have or whatever capacity you have. So church, it, it, it says don't forsake the gathering together. It, says, it tells that in, in Hebrews. And we're supposed to do that. Why? Because we want to edify the church, mm-hmm. you know, the local community yeah. church. And then you use the gift, you kinda the salt gotta come out of the salt shaker. Yeah. And so if everybody sit in the building and never minister outside, you come and you hear the message through the through the pastor or preacher, teacher, or whoever, whatever ministry, and you take that knowledge and you go out and do it. Mm-hmm. That's that's how the world the word spread around the world. Because of chaos, they start crucifying and putting pressure on Christians, hunting them down, jailing them, stuff, and they scattered. And so mm-hmm. wherever they went, the word went. Yeah. So wherever you go, the word goes. Whether it's here in Cleveland or in Canton or wherever lines or whatever you go, because the word is in you, it goes. So what is the definition of evangelizing? Taking God's word, going out. Right. Okay. So, but if everybody is supposed to do that, right? Everybody's yeah. supposed to do that. So, what would then be the gift of evangelism if everybody's supposed to do it? That's okay. Everybody share their faith. Evangelizing is a bigger gift. Is doing more. Evangelize the gift of evangelism. See, you can share what Jesus meant to you and why you accepted Him. Mm-hmm. Every Christian should be able to do that. But uh, evangelizing is something different. <clears throat> it's on a different level. Well, what's that different level? Is it more so like I'm going to go knock on each person's door and sit it down with be. them? I've done that. 
It'll be on the street. It can be at a park. You were able to do that. If you look at Paul, some people think Paul was a pastor. He wasn't. He was an evangelist. So it was more so planned. So like, you know what? On these days, we're going out. We're talking to this, that, these people about this and that. That's more. I don't think so. That's what I'm asking. I share with folks that came up and asked me for money. This, but in a conversation on the street, I've I've shared with people. So was, what what I, makes some a specific person an evangel an evangelist? You're given a gift. You're given a gift of evangelism. I know, but what make yeah what like you what, have to study. You have to study. Well, we're here right now. Can you just like right. give me an insight? Ephesians of, chapter four. It says some is given the gift of evangelism. I know, but you're not really answering the question though. You're not saying what that makes up an evangelist. But we're gonna pull it. Well, I get, no, my question is. If we are all as believers supposed to go out and spread the good news, then why does it say a specific gift gift of evangelism if we're all supposed to do it and and all of us only well we don't only get one I don't believe we only get one gift, but when we're talking about spiritual gifts, it's like seek out your spiritual gift with a T, not an S, right? You could have so, more than one gift. Okay. So does everyone seek out evangelism because if we're all meant to no, 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 no. do that I think you're confusing it you're given the gift of evangelism based on what the Holy Spirit gives you not mm-hmm. what you want yeah but in that passage that we were reading earlier it was um, 1 Corinthians 12 verses, starting at verse 21 uh, it talks about the gifts it said, desire, desire the it, greater gifts right the gift of prophecy. Well, you have to keep it in context because he was writing to the church of Corinth and it was chaos in the church. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, if you seek a gift, seek the gift of prophecy because mm-hmm. you're edifying the church. And he was talking about comparing tongues. He said, tongues edify the person, but prophecy edified the church. I rather you prophesy. Why? Because you're going to edify the church. So there's about 18, 19 different gifts in scripture. And so it's based on how he determines who gets the gift, what scripture says. And And going back to your question about the um, evangelizing and you, because you was asking, how do you like, did you ask, how do you, how do you know if you're if someone, like, no. what was your question? I, I first had asked, what is the definition of evangelism? Yeah, after that. And it's to go out and, yeah. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, Evangelist what? goes to churches. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, like, I want to, what was the next question? It, it was, if we are all, as believers, supposed to go spread the good news, mm-hmm. then what is the difference between a gift of evangelism and, a, you know, like, doing what we're supposed to do i guess that qualifies for any spiritual gift right like how like what like with any of them like that would be the same question right i was just asking in the context of what we were speaking about we were talking about that well look at paul what did paul do paul started churches he created churches he ministered to the pastors of those churches he was evangelizing. That's that's the level of an evangelist. Now, we as Christians, we all should be able to share our faith, mm-hmm. you know, and tell the reason, give a reason for our faith. And so that's a different 
different level. You know, Ayla's not going out starting churches, you know, speaking to the pastors and, and feeding the pastors like Paul did with Timothy and, you know, Peter and all them. That's what he did as an evangelist. I'm kind of confused on what we're all talking about. Like, why are we talking about this right now? Why, she why? asked the question. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, like, I was just like, why does this even matter? Yeah. <laughs> like, why does, where does this come from? But the uh, thing is, I, I, I think uh, you were talking about it was a wake-up call for you. You didn't use those, those terms, but going to the the conference, yeah. the concert, it wake up that I'm, I'm, what I'm hearing you say, you got a realization that you can do more. Yeah, and I don't think I would have got that realization out of stay at home. Not then, at least. Yeah. Maybe later down the line. Yeah. You know, but I, that was that was my wake up call. But you also wasn't tend, tending a local church either. Yeah, which is also an issue. Right. Yeah. Um. One thing you know, we're talking about using your your gifts or whatever, and one thing that also stuck out was that um, the pastor Stephen Ferguson talking about using his and the platform that he created. Now, as far as our individual gifts. And, you know, because we're, you know, we we talk about doing this, that, and the third. How do you utilize your spiritual gift in your platform? Or how can you multiply it? So, like, Stephen Furtick was talking about how, you know, he had his church or whatever, and it was meeting. And then when COVID hit, they started doing the live streams. And then he was like, why don't we take what we're doing with church and worship and travel to different cities and do concerts and then also give a word and do all that type of stuff? So, I guess like apostleship and growing your ministry, what plans or thoughts do you have, if you have any, and growing, growing what, you're, what are you doing and what do you plan on doing to extend what you're doing? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to the flow. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, one has to discover and learn and develop their spiritual gift because you're given a spiritual gift, then you call to a ministry to use that gift in. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are going into ministry and don't know their spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. And probably it's not effective. Okay. Being effective. So with me, I know my gift is the gift of teaching. Mm-hmm. And so this is a platform for me. Right now, based on what's happening in the local churches, a lot of gatherings are not happening. Yeah. You know, but there's avenues for it because you we have the the Bible study that yeah. we do, and we're there's teaching and stuff going on in the Bible studies. Um, there's people that are doing it on Zoom. There's some people are meeting in some small groups. Mm-hmm. Those are avenues that you can teach, or at least I can teach. Yeah, in using my gift. So I know I think one thing that we had talked about after the <clears throat> podcast too is Alo had suggested that you know I think. I can get back into using my platform a little bit more as far as like social media. Social media is a powerful tool and I use it. I don't use my personal page as much as I used to, but I think I can start doing it again. Like we talked to Ayla suggesting like once a week doing like almost like what it did on stage, you know, but just in a miniature version, you know, taking real life situations and applying it to the word. So what we're doing here, but like smaller or on my personal <laughs> personal page and then i also think there's a lot more that i can do and we can do within no negations and so i think we're gonna i think i'm taking that philosophy of taking more of the gospel to the people 
that makes sense. When you said the people. Oh, boy. <clears throat> well, because you, you were asking what is you do more. I guess you were asking me. I thought you was asking the floor. Yeah, yeah, I was asking the floor. But I'm talking about the, <clears throat> I was just talking about what I think I'm going to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so and I think it's just me just using my platform a little bit more and like, using it to spread like some of the things that we're talking about here and God's word and stuff on it. Yeah, but that's not answering the question of you knowing your spiritual gift. That wasn't the question that I asked. No, what I'm saying is though if each person learned their spiritual gift, yeah, you learn what that is, and then you use it in the ministry. So whether when you connect with the church, whether it's Providence or go to another one, you can operate in a ministry because you know your spiritual. Because it could be, yeah, and that's and that's true. Gift. But I don't necessarily need a church platform to utilize my spiritual gift. You absolutely don't. I'm just talking about what I think I'm gonna do to the on the platforms that I do have. So it doesn't have nothing to do with the church and all that stuff right now. No, but I'm talking about with the situations that I have in front of me. I know what I can use, and mm-hmm. I think I can use my my social media and all this other stuff. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the church right now. It's just. It's How can always I, the, the church because yeah, it's people. The yeah, but people. yeah, that's true. But I'm talking about what can I do to maximize what the things that I want to do. You know that I think I not that I want to do the things that I think I, I can do. Jump on that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> 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 yeah, but like the things that I can do. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, obviously you you're gonna do. I want to do things with the church because you know the church is a good foundation, and the, you know how you can get confirmation from people in the church and this that and that, and you get help from people in the church, mm-hmm. but. I don't need the church's help to utilize my platform. Like the church is not going to, I don't need the church's help to utilize the gym the way that I can. I don't need the church's help to utilize this or um, my social media. Could. Physical it, church. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely could. But like, I don't, I, I don't. It's just why not use my, it's almost, I don't know, dad, you have a phone. Like you have social media. Uh-huh. And you have the capability of posting things on social media. All I'm saying is that I'm using my capabilities. I know. I'm not disagreeing with you. That was kind of like an attack. No. <laughs> not an attack? Because when you asked the question, I know you weren't just asking to me. No, I was yeah. asking the floor. Like, what individually each one of us do? That's what you do? Cool. I don't right. care. Do what right. you do. But this is what I do. So you shouldn't care. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. So no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But yeah, I mean, is it's about serving, and that's the thing, serving God. And so, if He's blessed you in any kind of way, whether you know that the breath that you have in your body, the eyes that you can see with, the mind that you can think with, the, all the things that's seen and unseen that He works out for you. Why would you not serve him? Yeah. And see, if we have the mindset of serving God more so than church serving in the building, more people will get involved and do things for God. Mm-hmm. And so allow God to work through them. I think that's a challenge because you have you always hear the 80-20 rule, 20% of the people within a local church is serving. I feel like everyone uses the eighty twenty rule. Yeah. Well, okay. Seventy thirty. But that is Don't. that. But is that <laughs> serving like within the church? Well, that's why you you serve your spiritual gift is to edify the church. The church being the body of Christ, not necessarily. You got to serve your local place. church because what's going to happen to the members in there if everybody's not serving? He's. I don't think he's saying like you 
only. Is he's not? I don't oh. think he's saying you only no, serve know, in church or you only sound outside the church. I uh, I understand that. What I'm saying is that you're saying an eighty twenty rule, but you're basing that off of serving inside of a church building. Exactly, your local church. That's why you have a shepherd, a pastor. But what I'm saying is that you have an eighty twenty rule inside of a church building, but you don't know what the eighty percent is doing outside of the church building for the church, the body of Christ. I think that's well, something that's also addressed outside? inside the church, though. Yeah. So, like, if I'm, uh, like, if I'm outside of the church acting like a crackhead, the people in the church should be addressing me, like, "Look, this you should be doing this, that, and the third. So, I do think, like, I agree with you, but I do think <coughs> you can also knit that stuff in the bud within the church. Right. That's why you have church order. And if somebody's acting outside the boundaries of Scripture and outside the boundaries of Christ. That's when the church, they said you bring, you go to the person one-on-one. What and if it, your local physical church is not edifying to God? Well, you're going, you're going to the ceiling now. you got to deal with the individuals serving in the church first. Serving in the church, individuals doing that. Because you have no order, you have no discipline if you're outside the church and not serving inside. Because that's what gives you the the, the, the order for discipline. Let if somebody's s- acting outside the word, you go to them one-on-one. What is that scripture that I was talking about? I think it was more so dealing with family. It was talking about uh, dealing with your inner family first before you go out working without someone else's that's family. That's in First uh, Timothy. It's talking about um, the office of a bishop or elder and, see if I can find that and all that. It says, how can you... How can you uh, Serve in the church if you're not serving your family at home. I feel like First, this. Uh, First Timothy chapter three. I guess my confusion is the separation between the physical church and what the actual definition of the church is. I think. The, why, I why think. I think you're. I think for some reason you're just making a disconnection because one is where one is a physical location and one is you know spiritual. You still have that church body within a physical location, but I think what he's saying is still having that that church body mentality of working with the people of the church community, <laughs> but also doing things to help expand your individual church. I think that's what you're saying. Is that right? I don't know. Are you talking to me? Yeah, you. Yeah. You, you get your instruction, you get your guidance, you get your discipline, your education from your local church. And from that, you go out and perform what you learned in your local church. Because the world is not the church. You know, it's the, the people of God. And we have so many different denominations and all this stuff. And and everybody don't, don't have the same doctrine. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to be involved in your local church, serving in your local church, either teaching or guiding others into your local church. And so when when you hear a message in the church give you a word, then you go outside the building and live it. I feel like that's also incorpor- like includes like your your ministry like if you have like a at-home ministry i feel like that's the same thing like i don't think it's just necessarily a a building a brick building with a cross on top of it mm-hmm. you know well yeah yeah i guess that's that's where i was that's what i was thinking is that you're talking about a brick building with a cross on top of it and it's like if the church of christ is everywhere not 
I'm not saying that the whole world is the, is the church. I'm saying that there are people outside of your physical church that are part of the church. That's like as far as. So how do you know? They profess it. Um, people, people come to church and profess a lot of things, but that don't make them part of the church. And that's why but, you you get your instruction, your teaching, your guidance in your local church. That could because be you can recognize that just because people say you know they're Christian don't make them a Christian. And just because they go to your physical church doesn't make them a Christian. Absolutely, that's why you get involved, fellowship and teaching, and a part of the local church. In other words, that's why people outside the church. I remember a guy saying, "Well, I don't need to go to the to the church. I don't need to belong to a church to serve God." And I said. His word tells you you do. Why would you not? And so how are you worshiping him? How are you serving him? And so. uh, You can worship anywhere and you can serve anywhere. So that's the main. But where are you getting your instructions? But people don't even need to go to a physical church these days to get instruction. (laughs) <laughs> you better check that. <laughs> you check every spirit. What did we do during COVID? But you don't. Uh, I we think didn't go to a physical church. You don't need no. to go to a physical church. To you get belong to a church, though. For as far as like ministry, is that what you talking? Yeah, maybe as far as like ministry you and fellowship to a church. I mean, I'm t- just telling you what the word says. Don't forsake the gathering together. Yeah, no, it, no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'm not saying forsake the <laughs> gathering together. What I'm saying is that there are many gatherings together. You know what I'm do you, but you which is what which could be church. If we came here every week, this house, which I guess we do technically, yeah. um, we came here every week and we fellowshiped and we worshiped and we prayed and we studied. That is our this is our church. Like it doesn't have to be a, a building with a steeple and a, a cross on it and with a pastor sitting around. Like that's not necessarily just a church. Like yeah. if a lot uh, of churches started a, in a home. A per- perfect that's example is your mom's ministry. That's a church. Yeah, they gather every week. They study. They fellowship. They operate, and that's a, that's a church. So, are your Bible studies church? That's worship. Is well, I don't know. That's worship. It's, well, that's why I'm you're confused. <laughs> but because I feel like study. a Bible study and worshiping is different. I, I guess by, studying Bible is worship. a worship. Yeah, so worship. I guess I guess it is. If you're doing yeah. it, if you're doing it on a regular basis, you're coming together so, to study okay, the Bible. So that's a good example. Then mm-hmm. that's a great example. You're going to Bible study, but okay. you're not going to church on Sunday. Wait, Ayla, you're. I think you're. That has. I think you keep thinking of brick building as church. Like it's more well, than what, just. That's what he's saying, though. He's saying going to your local church that is a brick building. Yeah, but that's not the only ch- type of church. That's right. not the only you way need, that you can have you church. Need to belong to a local church that operates outside the four walls. So if. If we gathered here every week, us three, one, two, three, we studied, we're doing everything, we operate as a church. This is a church. <laughs> it's, it's worship. Let's call it worship. So what makes, it a, what makes something a church? That's the, the, the ecclesia, the called out people that come together to worship, and you get so the this guys could be have church. a pastor. So this could be a church. We don't have a pastor here. We don't have elders here. We don't have deacons here. You see what I'm saying? I don't think you need a deacon to be a church. But you need officers of the church, office. That's why they give you the spiritual gifts. Elders, teachers, 
pastors, okay. teachers. This could operate as a church then. It could, but it's not. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people's at home ministries is also a church because there's I've seen ministries that operate like that. They, be, they I belong think to it. You guys are kind of yeah. giving kind of going crazy. I think Ayla's talking about brick buildings and you talking <laughs> in circles. No. So like <laughs> I am not. And you're gonna listen to this back and hear it. Uh, no, I don't think so. I Both of y'all saw think okay. ridiculous. Okay. He's talking about a physical church belonging to a physical church. I know. I hear what I, I hear what he's saying. All right, he, so he's my, talking, okay, so question, he's talking about a physical building. You talking about a physical building, and that's why I say you're talking about physical buildings, and he's talking in circles. That's what I hear right now. No, no. I'm saying you need to belong to a local church. I I hear okay. that. Yeah, Ayla's talking about if everybody is the church. Talking about all Christians is why do you need a, a, a right? Go to I understand what you guys are saying. Right. I'm just saying it's just it sounds like back and all forth. I know is uh, in <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 I, I I don't have my glasses on though are these it right here yes oh I can just pull it up on my phone can I good but that's technology Hebrews chapter 10 what starting at verse 25 Amen. Isn't that what you say when you're supposed to be there in church? Like when you find the verse scripture, isn't that what you say? Amen, <laughs> Amen says let it means let it be. It means I agree too. <laughs> and let and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And so what he's saying is you need to come together. But it doesn't not, say, but that, the the confusing, never mind. It's like, Go ahead. No, you got to say it. The confusing part to me is that like you were saying, like meeting together, I was like, I used the example of Bible study or I used the example of like, for instance, my mother's ministry, they worship together. They read together. They don't have necessarily a designated pastor. I think they, they have, have different a, roles. Yeah, they, for sure. they definitely have different roles. They operate as a church, Ayla. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and so, so what's the what's the reason for having a pastor then? But like you said in other episodes, you don't have to be a pastor in a church to be a pastor. No, I'm I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the church because the structure is given in first Corinthians chapter three. It says elders and pastors, deacons. What is the purpose of having those if everybody, you don't have to go to a local building? No one's saying the local. Like, you don't have question. to go to a local. That's not what I'm, no, I'm asking the question. He's saying, yeah, you're not even listening to it. I know. I hear what he's saying. But what I'm saying is, is that you don't have to go to a local building in order to have a pastor. And he's saying that you do. And, and that's what I'm saying is that you don't. Like, there's nothing in scripture that says that you got to go to a local building to have a pastor. Like I said, if we go, if we, if I have a Bible study, I don't, like, it doesn't matter. Someone's in there is leading it. Whether you believe it or not, someone in there is operating the role as a pastor. Why, why have, why do they give the gift of pastor? Why do they give the gift of deacon? That in y'all why Bible study, give- y'all have someone that is designated as works as a but pastor. But everybody belongs to a local church. Yeah. See, that's my point. We belong to a local church, but our Bible study is somebody from Florida that attends our Bible yeah. study. There's some uh, guy from Texas attend our Bible I study. Don't- Hold on. Don't, don't cut me off. And everybody, there's a lot of people from different churches, but we come together 
to worship and study. Yeah. But we have a pastor headship. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why he, he gives a gift, a headship, a messenger, uh, elder, deacons, mm-hmm. because it's church order. So, so you have an orderly service. So is it impossible to have an online church? No, that's not impossible, D. Why? It's so not, I, I'm getting confused because, like, if I start an online ministry and I am running it like a church, is that we're not, not a church? We're talking about a ministry. We're talking about a church where you have a church head, a pastor. Yes. You have uh, elders, deacons. Mm-hmm. You have people serving. You have a building. You have ministry in there. I don't think you need a physical building to do that. That was my whole point. I know, but I'm the, my whole when I said earlier is just it sounded like a lot of back and forth talking to service. I said you need to belong to a local church. I don't. I I don't understand how an online thing can't be a, a local church. Did, I just did I say you can't belong to an online church? No, I never said no. That. The 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 thing the reason why I brought it up is I was confused about the serving part. I was confused because you were saying you need to serve in your local church, and what I was confused about in the beginning is. Well, how are well, you serving that... online? The same way you can serve in church. How? I'm asking the question, D. How are you serving online? If you belong to a, a church online, how are you serving? You can do. How are you using your spirit? You can you you can do the same. No, thing. no, no. I'm not saying what you could do. I'm saying how are you? I don't know. I don't belong to an online church. But there's nothing in an online church that you that you can't do that you can do in a church. And, and that was my point is that if the church is the people of Christ, that you don't have to go to one physical location to serve because you're serving the people of Christ, which they don't all belong in one location. And that was my point. I'm not getting that point. How do you not get that point? I'm, I'm not getting that point. Okay. I mean, what, how, how do you no, serve? No. How do you serve inside a church building? I'm an elder. Okay. I assist the pastor in meeting the needs of our church. Okay. Not the world, although I minister to people outside of the four walls of our church that yeah. I belong to. But there are people of the church. But that okay, are, where do your tithes go? To the people of the church. Where wait a minute. Dad. I'm talking about Dad, you on, act on, on, like on, on, to on. run a online ministry on, is a free thing to do. So, hold on. Why do you give tithe? To help glorify the church, to help up what keep the church? church. If you don't go, I'm saying if. I'm not saying you. No, I'm saying it's not if, for the church. First of all, it's to God. No, I'm not talking about that. That you I'm can talking, use. Why do you give tithe to God? Not to no. The I didn't say who. I said why do you give your. Well, tithe? why do you give tithe, Dad? Hold on. We're going asking a question. Yeah, Hold we on. don't have to skip through this. Why do you give tithe? Because God tells me to in His okay. word. To, why? So we can operate in the church, the local church. Yes. Because but that's where the, the money goes. Church, not the local church. That's where I'm getting confused. It does not have to go to a local church if the church is the body of Christ. Listen, this is what I'm going to say, right? If I have an online church and the people tithe, you can use that money for ministry still. You can sure. use them to help people uh, go out and evangelize you can use it to help keep up with the maintenance what of the people? online what people the people that's involved in the online church like the there's if you, if you have a congregation so that's they watching, belong to a church then yes that's what i said i didn't say it's online all, or not i said you need to belong to it that's why church. i'm getting confused are no. we talking about a building or not no, we are talking about a building but yeah. my my whole i i'm the one that brought it up and my whole thing is i'm confused as to the serving part I'm confused as if you're telling me that I have to belong to a local church to serve God, that doesn't make sense to me according to scripture because the church technically is not just your local church. The church is 
the church, the Christ, the believer. No in one Christ. said that you but have to. How, but I'm saying, how are you serving if he, you're doing that? that he was never said that was the only way to serve no, God, I though. I said, I just asked the question, how are you serving? If you're not in a local church and there's people that's sick, wherever they are, if they're online, how are you serving using your gift? Yeah, no, I, I'm, t- how, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I know. That's why I said belonging to the local church is so what you wait need. hold on i just want to make sure we're all clear ayla he said that the, the the only way you serve is if you serve in your local church he no no, no. wait no just hold on let her say what she's okay. trying to say no he didn't say he said that you need to serve in your local church no i said you need to belong to a local church you need to belong to a local church and to you serve. use your gifts in that church. Okay. Now, I'm not saying you can't serve outside of the four walls of that church. Okay. But you have to have headship. Okay. Right? Is that true or false of what you're communicating against or to? I guess. And so off of that, because I'm, I, that's what I said earlier, this sounds like it's a bunch of talking in circles. Like, off of that, what is your question or what is your... What you don't agree with with what that? Do you, what do you understand? You using your gift or belong with fellow believers? Because I never said only. I just said you need your headship because you have church order. Oh yeah, yeah. Me can I don't know. I would have to listen to this again to be yeah. able to to comment more because I'm. I'm, confused I'm telling now. you from outside looking in. This is like I've, there's three episodes that I've been confused. This is one of the most confused <laughs> I've ever been because it, to, to me, like listen back, like hearing you guys talk, it didn't make any sense. Like it just sounded like circles. Well, right now we didn't get to listen back to it. So when we listen, oh, back, I I heard it. I heard it. Like I'm sitting here listening to. Well, the, like, I'm like, wait, what? First Corinthians, the letters. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. Paul is writing to the church instructing them correcting them and saying how they should operate as a local church he's doing that and so if you read that and and read church order that's in chapter 12 he talks about that and i i I think my original point was the fact that it was just talking about how the church is not only in a church building. So I, I, I was I was talking about the aspect. No one of said ser- only. Wait, hold on. You gotta. I was talking about the aspect of serving, and if it's still, I think I was talking about. I think I don't even know now, but <laughs> I think I was talking about the aspect of serving, and I was saying if you're serving the church, why does it have to be in the brick building? I guess, and I, I may have gotten that misconstrued in the beginning. I don't know, but if you're serving the church, I was thinking you could serve another christian that is not in your physical church you know what i'm saying i, no, I, I yeah don't. i do i do 100 like, i understand like but dad i think that okay, she's not the, she's not saying like she i know exactly he's saying that you saying. could serve either or it's okay but you should church definitely serve in your church like you need to serve in your exactly. church just like and then, you go to a concert and you say why do you have to pay to worship because they they rent a building they have all that well a local church has that and it's supported by the members of that church. Yeah. And that local church is supposed to affect the community around them. But if you don't belong to a local church, that's what I'm saying. If you don't belong to a physical church. And I think the confusion came in of, well, I think, Ayla, you're thinking of like people that operate in their home as like a ministry 
and I think you're thinking of it, and I think you guys are on two different wavelengths in your brain, and it's so like it's no, like I, I I understood exactly what she was saying, and all that happens, but you need a pastor, you need a local church, and you go out and then, why why do you hear the sermons? Why do you go to hear the sermons? I do think you need. Oh local- no 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 no, that's a question. Why do you go to a church and listen to the sermons? To grow. It, Why do you go to a church and listen to the sermon? To get the word of God. Okay. And then what do you do with that? You take it and you apply it. Exactly. You go out and do it. And, and I guess my point was like, let's say somebody, let's say somebody is just listening to the online church these days, like what people did in COVID and whatnot. How do you serve? How do you take that word and serve? Okay. We had an individual who were sick. And the, our church was giving out um, masks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's serving. Even though we wasn't coming together, we still did those things. I feel like that's an easy question. In our age, you can serve in any aspect. I, I was asking. Yeah. I know you're asking like a, a, a loaded question. I know that. But I'm saying I'm just responding to that loaded question. Like, I feel like there is no reason in today's age that you can't serve. Yeah. Outside of like... And so that's why I'm saying, like, you can have an online church. You can have an at-home ministry that's operating as a quote-unquote church or whatever and be able to still serve outside. It will still be able to serve your local church, quote-unquote, and be able to operate outside of the church. That's exactly what I said because I never said only. I said, but you need to belong to a local <laughs> church. Yeah. I didn't say you only. Yeah. I, you know I, what I'm saying? I know. I think you can still do those things outside. But when you're sick or you need help or benevolence, how would you get that if you didn't belong to a, a, I, a church? Why not? Don't skip Ooh, the question. That was, a, that was a bar, actually. That's a question. That was a bar, actually, I think. That's why you serve each other because when there's sick people in the church, the church come together. Yeah. When there's somebody who's outside of the boundaries of the word, the members of the church go out to them to bring them back. Why? Because it's restoration. But if you're not belonging to a local church, that at is all. I, I that guess is, the that, the local part is what I'm caught up on here. So uh, okay, like for me, like I've, I'm a member of Providence Baptist Church, right? If I'm going through something and I'm sick or whatever, the church comes together with me and we pray and pray. I think fast. you're literally thinking about your um, um, the ministry. And I think you're literally thinking about Providence. It's literally the same thing. No. And I'm y'all not, are going back not, and forth about. I know exactly what's said. I'm saying you can do all those things and serving people outside. Yes, you can do that. Yeah. But my local membership yeah. is with Providence Baptist yes. Church. And, and and I think, yes. Okay. And we're, so that's where my tithes go. We're all on the same. You right. have a, a spiritual brick building and you have a physical brick building. Like the. Spiritual big brother, it's an online, you say it's an online church. They operate as a church, it's online. Yours is a physical but location. You still belong that you drive to it. To. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. That's We're all point. on the same page. Right. You belong right. to a place to go worship and to to fellowship and to learn about God's word. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, you take what you learn and you go out and you s- spread it in your own personal ministry. What mm-hmm. if you don't belong to a church? You, you feel like the, how I felt right now. You outside the boundaries. Of that the I think I. It, oh, geez, that was harsh on me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but do you feel like how I feel right? Like in when after going to that concert, it's like dang, I could be missing the ball. Like I feel like if I was going to a location 
to a place or even like if we were sitting there studying together and having church on our own, I feel like, and that, this is not a knock, this is more so me, but I feel like I would have that realization that I am not operating in the way that God wants me to operate. I've had that realization for a really long time. I'm not talking about, it's fine. No, go ahead. No, you have to. No, go ahead. You know, what are you not talking about? No, because I feel like it is just going in circles. And so I just don't want to. No, I'm now I'm I'm gonna like you have to say it though. Like, what are you talking? What are you saying? You feel like what? Okay, I have a fellowship. Mm -hmm. I have fellowship. I don't belong to a church. Okay. So, and I serve in my fellowship with other believers. Which is the church. So what do you do to serve in your fellowship? I believe I have a gift of prophecy. That's not what So, no. Yeah. What do you do to serve? I'm, that, you, is using your gift serving? How do you, how do you use it? Like, how do, that's what do you what I'm, do? That's, you didn't even let me finish. Okay. Well, how do that's you use it? That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say how I use it. I said, I believe I have the gift of prophecy. So when I speak to my fellow Christians, the people that I speak to, I use that gift. Is that not serving? I don't think you really answered how though. Like that's not really a like that's. I feel like that's what everyone it does to a certain extent. How do you use the gift of prophecy? But the gift of prophecy is encouraging, uplifting, and edifying God in the church, right? Okay, yeah. No, prophecy what? is taking the word and expounding the word and giving the word. That's prophecy to uplift the church. And do you? Okay, go ahead. Just continue. So if I have somebody call me. Mm-hmm. On a weekly basis, mm-hmm. and they're asking to get to dive, or they're asking for an explanation, or they're asking for something that has to do with the word and how we can use that in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And I have those conversations on a weekly basis with other Christians. Mm-hmm. Is that serving or no? Who are you serving? The Christian, which is the church. Wait, why? I'm getting confused on like the serving now. Because I just assume serving is more so going outside of just the church body. Yes, you serve within the church or whatever. But I think my interpretation of this whole conversation is when we're talking about working with the church body. Yes, we work within the church body, but we're going out taking those things He's and working. Serve your local church. So how do you come to that conclusion? That's how, the, well. Why I don't Paul, know what's going why, why on right Paul now. Paul said there's different gifts, but they all serve the same spirit. Why to edify the church? And so that's why one gift is not put over another and they're needed in the church to serve each other. And so that's why you have in, in, in um, uh, uh, first Corinthians uh, chapter seven, Acts chapter seven, where you had the Hellenistic Jews not getting a dues in the local church. So the apostles said we can't leave the word of God to serve tables. So they created deacons. That's a local church. But they went outside the church carrying the gospel. I don't. It's it's hard for me to sit here and listen to this because I understand where y'all both are coming from. But I think you're just responding to it differently. Like y'all are saying exactly the same thing. No, no, I'm not. not. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm saying you need a local body. You who's your headship? Yes. Yes. Who's who's your headship? One hundred. How are you tithing? Yeah. I'm, How do you, if you're sick, who's calling you, serving you? Yes, I know what you're saying. Right. I also know what she's saying. I know. Exactly and I'm saying, saying from understanding both of y'all's situations, y'all are saying the same thing. Okay, what y'all say? Y'all are saying the exact same thing. No, I think she's saying you don't need to belong to a local church. She does belong to a local church. Uh, that's not Whether she saying. believes it or not. 
well, <laughs> who's the pastor? But we can talk about it when we all there. <laughs> because she, it is. Okay. It, it's okay. a church. And I don't know why. Like, we're then, going back and forth. Like if that. that's the case, my my statement was you need to belong to a local church. Yeah. That my, would be a local church. Then. My, yes. But no, that's why. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> because if he explains to you what local church, the, I'm not saying, I'm saying I don't belong to his definition of a local church. That's what I'm saying. I that's think you do, my, whether you realize my, it or he, not. When you explain it, he's not going to agree. He has no choice but to. Okay. Because biblically, like how it operates, it is. Online or not. He already said that online church could be classified as a church. But you, I said you need to belong to a local church. Yes. And that's a church. Yes. Okay. But it's, okay. What, what, what makes it not a church, Ayla? They don't have designated roles. Rules? Roles. roles. But there's designated roles. Well, like everyone, that's not in line with scriptures. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, me conceit, though. <laughs> well, well, I'm just telling read you. First Corinthians, I mean, First Timothy chapter 3. Let's go to First Timothy chapter 3. First Timothy chapter 3. What verse? Leaders in the church, that's the first thing. Helpers in the church, that's the next thing. The great <laughs> so, secret. So if you don't have designated roles, how is that? Well, let's read it first. This is this is a true saying. If a man is eager to be a church leader, he desires an excellent work. A church leader must be without fault. He must have only one wife, be sober, self-controlled, and orderly. He must welcome strangers in his home. He must be able to teach. He must not be a drunkard or a violent man, but gent- gentle and peaceful. He must not love money. He must not be able to manage his own family. He must be able to manage his own family well and make his children obey him with all respect. For if a man, for if a man does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of the church? That was the scripture I was looking for. How can he take care, take care of the church of God? He must be mature in faith so that he will not swell up with pride and be condemned as a, as the devil was. He should be a man who is respected by the people outside the church so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. And then the next one talks about a deacon. Should I read it? Why not? Church helpers must also have a good character and be sincere. They must not drink too much wine nor be greedy for money. They should hold to the revealed truth of the faith with a clear conscience. They should be tested first. And then if they pass the test, they are they are to serve. Their wives also must be of good character and not gossip. They must be sober and honest in everything. A church helper must have only one wife and be able to manage his children and family well. Those helpers who do their work well win for themselves a good standing and are able to speak boldly about their faith in Christ Jesus. So if you don't have roles, and the Bible clearly gives you roles. Uh, there's the, roles. Exactly. Yes. Ephesians chapter 4. You give pastors, teachers, evangelists, apostles. No. Those are roles. I mean, I, maybe not to you, but that's I, what the word I, I agree no, with you. I, but I don't know. And then the other part, restart, read, read from 14. As I write this letter to you, 14 to 16. As I write this letter to you, I hope to come and see you soon. But if I delay, this letter will let you know how we should conduct ourselves in God's household. 
which is the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth. No one can deny how great this is the secret of our religion. He appeared in human form, was shown to be right by the spirit and was seen by angels. He was preached among the nations, um, was believed in throughout the world and was taken up to heaven. And so he's telling you how to conduct yourself in God's household. That's a local church. My confusion is that if the church is the body of Christ, when it comes to serving, when it comes to serving, is it still considered serving and still a good enough type of serving, I guess, to work with another Christian that is not in your in your local church? We work with other churches. Yes. Okay, that's our local church work with another local church, other ministries, like to the food bank and um, um, Kim Sellers group, uh, you know, with them as who work with that. Our church tithe to other organizations, but we belong. We have a local church who has a headship, who has offices and roles that's in God's household, considered God's household. And the scripture clearly says God's household, which is the church of the living God. But that's where my confusion is, because if the church of the living God is anybody who believes in Christ. No, no. The ecclesia, the called out ones, the ones that's sanctified, separated for God's kingdom. That is the church. Yeah. Jesus is the head of that. Right. But you have local churches which you have a pastor and all the offices in there, the roles in there, and they operate in serving the community in which they said, that's why churches where they was put up like the church of Corinth, their church went up in Corinth. They served that area. The church that was in Ephesus, they served that area. So if you just online and there's no roles, I don't you, understand that based uh, on scripture. Because you still it's still the same thing. You just don't have a physical building. That's my yeah, confusion. That's, but but I'm saying that is a church. That's a local church because you belong to it. You're serving. I, okay, I have a question then too. What? No, I, let's just for another episode. Realize this: just, and when you're reading scripture in first in the first century, churches was in the homes. Yeah, and they had pastors coming in, preaching. And some was wolves and stuff. That's what he said, beware of when you're looking at First John and Jude and all that. But they belong to a local church. So that you're a member a, of that. A local church could be online. It could. A local church could but be But you belong operate, to it, right. Yeah. A local church can be operating outside of a home or inside of a home. Sure. Okay. But you got leadership there because I don't understand yes. that when you say you don't have roles, I don't understand that. I, well, they don't. They're not like this is the pastor, this is the deacon, this is this. But they all work the, in spiritual gifts to edify a church. I'm just saying I don't understand that. But there's, I know. But there's I know roles. churches. I know churches that don't have a head pastor. They have different. They don't they have even several consider pastors. themselves a church, Daryl. Uh, but okay, whether they consider themselves a church or not, their church. Just because they say they're not, they go, we're not a church. Well, they what I suggest, operate as a church. What I suggest is you read First and Second Timothy, Ephesians, Philippians, First and Second uh, Corinthians. Look, I'm a reader. Because 
Paul is addressing the local church. I'm going to read them, and I understand that. My only thing about these, the, what we're talking about right now, is how what Ayla's saying is not with who doesn't define what is a church, and then so you, think you that's and the a church. I think so. <laughs> I do. Because Timothy was the pastor of this church, okay. and Paul's writing to him. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely think there's roles, whether they designated them or not. Like, I don't know. Chapter four is instructed to the elders. So that's all I know. I, I, I'm not going outside the boundaries of scripture. Look, this has been the most irritating because y'all literally are saying the same thing. And even like, even if Ayla, you don't believe they're a church. Y'all are still saying the same. Y'all still saying the same thing. This is confu- okay. This is my last point, and then and then I'm done. Okay, not my last point. Last question. So he is talking to the physical church in these letters, right? These, they're letters to physical churches. When you go to Revelation, and it talks about the church of Ephesus, the church of this, the church of like Sardis, and yes. All that. Right. So they only list so many churches. Okay. Okay. So how does one qualify? We have like 20 churches in this area, and there's not even 20 churches that they list. What is your so, question? My question. Before the revelation, what is your question? My question is when he's addressing a, a church, he's talking about. Uh, that particular church, the church of Sardis. So you think he didn't address all the churches? What oh. is being asked right <laughs> Like, keep Wait, re, you re-ask your question. Okay. So there are only so many churches listed in Revelation when he talks about the people of this church are, he talks about like what they did well and what they didn't do well. Right. Okay. So there's only so many churches listed. So you're saying that's all the churches it was? Well, Revelation hasn't happened yet. Well, that was that's that's past, present, and future. Revelation. Well, yeah, you have to, I'm talking about the future when he talks about he's talking about the churches, what they did well and what they didn't do well, and their place right. in heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no. Yeah, he talks about you guys will be pil- you guys are the pillars. Of, he's talking. He's giving it. Uh, he's giving a report on them. Yeah. Yeah. Some good, some bad. Yeah. So <laughs> he's he only lists so many churches. Okay. So if we're talking about like. A physical location of a church. Oh, what I don't understand is like he he's not listing all the physical locations of a church. And you can't use Revelation because of the the past, present, and future is what he's talking about in there. Because you have to totally discount the church in Ephesus, the church in Corinth, because we know these are churches, local churches. But he's talking about Revelation, and that's a whole nother level. You're talking about Revelation. Yeah. So you, you you can't use that. You have to study that revelations. My confusion is the word <clears throat> church. That's my confusion. Church is, is the ecclesia, the called out ones. But you know, we know there's local churches and he's given order and instructions to the local church. We know that scripture tells us that. I don't understand your confusion. Do you think there was only one church in Corinth? Is, okay, that's, that's another question. Do you think there's only one <laughs> church in Corinth? I know Paul's letter is to the church of Corinth. Now, I don't know what what other, you know, 
heretics or pagans, there were those things going on there. They even had people had churches where they had prostitutes come in and they would be with the pastors to get them in a frenzy before they go preach. You had that type of stuff going on. That's why Paul church. He was writing to them to correct the Corinthian church. But I my confusion is the Corinthian Okay, I'll tell you what. Study it, then we'll come back and do a follow-up on that. But you have to study it because your question is not connecting to what God's word is saying. Nothing you all are saying is connecting to me right now. So I just read from scripture. My confusion is in the definition of church. Study it. Uh, study church. Study the definition of church. I have the, I have studies helps over here. The doctrine of the church. Yeah, that doesn't mean in the Wilmington. It doesn't mean anything to no, us. No, I'm now. saying it helps. <laughs> it'll help with the understanding because she's saying she don't understand. As far not understand. So, no, she has an understanding. She got to understand what you saying. No, no, no. The church the is the definition of a church. What now, you saying the definition of no, church is? I'm saying I have study helps that she can look at. And may help her understand. No, it's not. She's trying to figure out what you think. Well, she ain't going to figure that out in just this one setting. I guess that's true. That is true. Now, don't ask the question if you're not willing to go study and then come back. That is also true. Did if, I say I was not? You no guys one, no one said. Like, no one is ganging up on you, Ayla. <laughs> you guys both looked at me when he said no that. One, like, oh, no, one, no, no one said. No one said that, Ayla. No. Like, I, no. Because you said you don't understand. And I said, well, I have uh, helps that can help you understand. We have video proof of you guys both looking at me when you said <laughs> no. that. No. Okay. No, actually, no, you don't. Because I, was I wasn't at, even on the I whole I was looking group, at so. you because you said you didn't understand. I said, well, I have help. Yeah, so that's the, like, like that's like why. Like, it wasn't <laughs> like, oh, just look at Alo because Alo is wrong. It's like, no, it's that you you don't understand why he's understanding, right. why he understands church the way he mm-hmm. understands it. And yeah. this is where he got his understanding from. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not, it wasn't a gang up. And not to say what you look at and read this, the helps that you agree with. But I'm saying you understand where I'm coming from and why I say what I say. Although I'm just saying the scripture, but. You was a little mixed up a little bit out there. I ain't no, going to lie to you. You was mixed up. No. Yes, I was. I was 100% mixed up. Both y'all had me all kind of confused. I was like, they're talking in circles. They're talking about two same things right but now. The, the bottom line is it. That you have to be able to serve and serve the people of the church. Because, I mean, like when when we had death in the family, the church helped and served. You know, and if you don't belong to a local church, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how are they helping? How are they serving your, your needs? Other believers? Yes. How oh. are they serving your needs? So, like, if I am a believer in God, but I don't have any fellowship people, when I need help with certain things as far as spiritual, emotionally, physical, who is there to help me? Because I don't have a body to come help. That was my original question. I don't think that was originally. I mean, I think you said that, but yes. in a certain way that it just didn't make sense. Um I mean, I uh, I could say it in Japanese. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said don't forsake the assembling together. 
I think it's okay. I'm not even gonna say what I think. <laughs> Everybody has homework. Search you, out you, the church. You do too. Don't. <laughs> I said everybody. Yeah, I'm just saying, just making sure. Because sometimes the teachers say everyone, but they ain't talking about themselves. But they ain't talking about it, some of them. I'm talking about me. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, are we doing takeaways or is everyone yeah. still hot and heavy? Yeah. Go with format. Okay. Ayla. <laughs> <laughs> Ayla, uh, do you have any takeaways? I think it is important to serve the church. <laughs> she ain't gonna let that go. Is <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh the, the, it's just the video of it. Like, I watched it. And I, like, hold on, where's the camera? I think it's important to serve the church. Okay, Ayla, I have a follow up question. What church? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what is your oh wait you go last <laughs> okay all right who here we go this is my takeaway we're gonna throw that whole last 30 minutes whatever out mm-hmm. my takeaway is the gift that you are given you're giving it for a reason mm-hmm. and so to sit back and wait and hold off for your get on your gift or even like just not using it to your full capacity i think that is the main issue in the church body the physical church the emotional church whatever we can't we can't glorify god and and do the things that we we're called to do if we're neglecting and sitting back on the gifts that god has given us that is my takeaway that from this episode bar duh all i like to give is bars <laughs> y'all over here talk about churches physical churches and what's it called i'm over here spinning i just gems. had a question and i got confused uh, anyway, <laughs> I think I was the most. <laughs> My takeaway is 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 pretty much the same. You you have to be in the Word um, because God is going to bless you with more knowledge as you diligently diligently seek Him out, and you're going to serve the body of the church and glorifying Him. Amen. Wait, that was. Which, no, brother, you ain't gonna get me this which, time. <laughs> I'm done. What church? <laughs> <sighs> oh, jeez. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, we'd love for you to subscribe to hear all the things we'll be talking about in the next few weeks that will be blessing you. If you want to find out more information about this topic or you want to skip over it, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can review or print the show notes and transcripts from this episode. They're great for personal and group Bible studies, if that's your church. Um, If you like what you heard today, we encourage you on whatever platform you use to listen to us. Look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Um, tell us what you uh, you, t- you can tell us what you love about the episode and which episode is your favorite. You can also suggest other topics that you want us to hear about and that you want to hear about in the future. And if you're interested in learning more about sharing your faith without fear, we have something for you. Request a free copy of the basic three steps to sharing your faith without fear. And while you're there, order any of our no negations apparel. Um, if you're in the Canton, Ohio area, make sure you purchase 
our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's located right next door to the Macy's, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people who are growing in their faith, mm-hmm. aka a church, um, <laughs> then I invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and now YouTube. And until next time, do this. <laughs>